0: Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now your host, David Young. Hey everybody, welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. I am David Young, your host and also founder of Drone Launch Academy. Thank you so much for listening today. Today is the ninth episode or ninth interview of Season 1. We're almost done. Uh, Season 1 is going to be coming to a close very soon here in the next week or two. Um, It's been great to do all these interviews, get all these stories of successful drone entrepreneurs, and share them with you guys. Uh, I've really enjoyed seeing the feedback. I think we've got... 25 star reviews right now on iTunes and several of you have emailed me um, saying that you're really enjoying it and telling me about how much you're getting out of it and what your plans are. Um, I love seeing that stuff. So keep it coming. Um, my email address is david at dronelaunchacademy.com. Hit me up there. Uh, let me know if the podcast has helped you in any way. Um, and as always, I would love it if you left love to review on our iTunes review podcast review area Um, that really helps us out and lets other people know that you're enjoying the show. Um, So hit that five star like button if you like it. And I love it when people actually leave a little blurb or a comment about what they like about it. Um, Those are fun to read through and helpful for people. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, I know that that takes your time and effort getting to your phone, getting to a computer, actually writing it. I mean, you have to, there's steps involved, right? It's an inconvenience for you. So if you do take the time to do that as a thank you, I would like to send you a Drone Launch Academy t-shirt for free. When you do that, just tell me your name, maybe just send me like a screenshot of the review you left, I don't know, prove it to me some way that you left the review and um, shoot me an email, let me know your screen, your, uh, your screen size, let me know your shirt size and, uh, and where you want me to send it and we'll get it out to you as a thank you for taking the time to do that because I know um, you definitely don't have to and it's time out of your day. Okay, that's enough about the reviews and the t-shirts. I just wanted to express my gratitude for everybody who's listened and been enjoying it so far. Uh, A few things before we dive in today. Today, let you know, we're talking to Dominic Wilkerson. Also an interesting story. We've had just such a range of people on here from really expensive LiDAR equipment and then uh, all the way to people flying small, more prosumer drones. Uh, But Today, we're talking to Dominic Wilkerson, who was a real estate photographer after getting out of the, the military and eventually honed his real estate photography skills, added drones, added video, and now has really built his client base to where he stays really busy and has uh, a lot of work and is able to make some good money doing it. So he brings a lot of great marketing advice in this episode and how to use Instagram and other uh, partnerships with other companies to bring clients in. So I think this is something that will be really helpful for a lot of you and hopefully get those juices flowing on maybe some different ways to drum up business and to grow. So really enjoy. He also shares just a lot of how he built his his company and, and how he does his flying, things like that. Um, so yeah, excited to dive in. One last thing before we start though. I mentioned last week about the Drone to 1K program where we plan on helping drone entrepreneurs or people who want to start a drone business go from zero to making at least a thousand dollars a month with their drone and hopefully beyond that to a lot more. Um, So if you already have a really successful drone business and you're making like 10 grand a month, this is probably not the course for you or the program for you. This is going to be everything from setting up your business, setting up your accounting, um, but we're really going to hone in a lot on marketing, how to find clients because there's no point in having accounting if you have no money to account for it. So that's going to be a big bulk of it. Um, we want you to be successful, whether you're doing it on the side or you maybe want to make it a full time thing. Uh, we really want to help you guys out because a lot of you have expressed interest in getting help in this area. So we don't have all the details yet, but if you're interested in that and you want to get on the wait list, um, you can go to drone21k.com. So that's drone, D R O N E, 2 T O. One, like the number one, then the letter K, dot com. And you can get on the waitlist there. Later on in the fall, we'll send out more information, but you'll be the first to know, and you'll be the first to get a discount before it goes live um, to the public. Again, we don't have all the details worked out, but um, we'll give you some special hookups for being on the waitlist and being first. Uh, we'll probably limit the first group that gets to go through it. This is what we did with another course. Basically, we limit the group that goes through because... If it's not super great at the beginning, um, you know, if it needs, if certain areas need work, we don't want to let like a billion people in. Uh, we want to kind of have a beta group go through. We work with them, they give us feedback, we refine the course. They still have access to all the future updates and good stuff, um, but in addition, or uh, in compensation for going through it as a first run for us, uh, they get a pretty steep discount, usually like half off. So if you want to in, the in on that, be sure to go to to one kcom and get on the waiting list. Okay, that's it for me on the pre-roll. Let's get to the show that you've been waiting for, Dominic Wilkerson. Take it away. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have uh, Dominic on the podcast. Thank you so much, Dominic, for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you start how we always start by telling us a little bit about you, uh, the name of your business, if it's got a specific name, uh, and just a little bit about your background.
1: Um, yeah. So a little bit about me. Um, I was in the military for about eight years, air force to be exact. And, uh, I, uh, picked up a camera like halfway through you know, being in the military, so you know, I always wanted to be a photographer. So once I got out, and got medically discharged, stuff like that. Um, I try to make it as a photographer and journalism and everything. And then after the uh, twenty sixteen elections, I was like, uh, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do uh, politics or journalism anymore. But um, what do you call that? Uh, I got decently lucky and started working for a car company, car dealership company, detail company Mm -hmm. to do their, uh, marketing and photography for them. And it it came out pretty well, but then I got bored of that job. (laughs) And then I was like, how do I make money? You know, as a career, Mm -hmm. I always knew it as a photographer, man, to do real estate. And I just always thought that it would be boring and come to find out. no,
0: No, it's not. (laughs) It's, it's always something. Awesome. So, um, so you got into doing focusing on real estate on the photography side. Correct. Okay, cool. And is that what you're still doing now?
1: Yeah, it's my full time. I'm working literally since it's the busy season, I'm doing it every single day until the end of September. And that's when I'll finally take a break.
0: Oh, wow. Till the end of September. End of September. uh... Like, like, uh, like several months from now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there is these random days off like today I have like today. The only thing I had scheduled was this with you. So.
0: Okay, cool. And you know, for people listening later, I think we're recording this April 15th. So that's, uh, several months worth of work for you, but that's great. You know, great to be booked up. So, um, cool. So you're, you're former military, kind of got into real estate. So what made you want to get into real estate? Did you know that there was opportunity there or what, what kind of attracted you to that?
1: I knew that, just as photography speaking, the only way you were really going to make money was either the videography side or uh, real estate side. I always kind of knew like drones were in there, but it was still up and coming whenever I kind of started you know, focusing more on photography in like 2013 and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, what do you call that? I, i randomly found an ad on Facebook that okay. was asking for a real estate photographer okay. and I applied and it took a two month interview what? and they wanted to make sure that we were a right fit for the team, that okay. I was a right fit for uh-huh. the team. And I went through training and everything. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, I see you do photos. Let's get you a drone. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, let's do this.
0: Oh, cool. So did a, did like a brokerage hire you full time for just
1: doing photos? So the company that I shoot for, I'm an independent contractor okay. with them. Um, it's called cascade pro media and they were just looking for another photographer because their main photographer literally has to turn away three to five people a week. Gotcha. So they and just- that's yeah, booked,
0: totally booked. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So do you get all of your clients through them now or do you also have your own clients outside of that? That I, s- I started
1: picking up my own clients now because it's like word of mouth um, from yeah. the people who I got from them. Uh-huh. They also help out with my marketing. So anytime you Google like my local area, which is Tacoma, Washington, you'll find me pretty much at the top of the list. Awesome. And well, so nice. realtors able to find me there. Yeah. It's a good old SEO, you know? Yeah, no, um,
0: it's free. <laughs> well, Free after a while, yeah.
1: I found something that's even better than that, which is Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah? You get a lot of success through Uh, through Instagram? A lot of leads through Instagram. Because
1: one, if the agent isn't really doing anything, Mm -hmm. they're sitting at an open house or something browsing their Instagram. (laughs) And I'm all like, hey, man, you like the picture of my house? Let's shoot. And so then that gets me into the door. So I would have to say my business is almost 75% uh, more of 50, 50, 50% of what they give me and 50% what I grew
0: in the last year. Gotcha. That's so cool. So you joined, when did you join up with, uh, or, you know, kind of, when did you interview with that, uh, cascade company to work as an independent contractor? Was that, Did you say that was 2013 or was that more recently?
1: No, more recently. That was just last year.
0: Oh, last year. Okay, cool. And then, so over the last year, you've, you've had them as a client, well, them and their clients as clients plus getting your own clients. Correct. That's yeah. Very cool. Well, hey, I'm glad you're staying busy. So are you are you strictly focused on the photography, um, or do you do video stuff as well?
1: I do video. I do um, several things, which is photography, videography, 3D tours, and drone. Okay. Uh, the drone is, I say, out of the hundred and so well let's just go with like this year maybe about the past 50 shoots about 35 of them has had drone added on and about another 15 is just straight drone
0: okay so so like a little bit more than half at least is Mm -hmm. is, use a drone very cool now in tacoma washington like what are the properties up there like are they lots of land or what's the kind of a typical uh a typical um i don't know real estate view
1: like it really depends in tacoma i i travel a lot a lot more and i go across like gig harbor which is you know a lot more acreage a lot of places um like the rural places have at least a five acre minimum if you're going to have a house for sale Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and we're pretty lucky to be surrounded by some beautiful mountains which is to our west is the olympics um the east is mount rainier and the cascades then we've got the puget sound straight down the middle so you just bring up the drone you know to like 300 feet and you're going to in every direction, <laughs> every single direction. And so that's why drone is really easy for me here. Yeah. To add on as an extra package, or if it's a, just a vacant land, mm-hmm. they call me up and then that's whenever I sell them my drone
0: package. That's awesome. Now, so, so let's, let's rewind a little bit. So you were doing real estate photography and then, uh, you, so you just started adding the drone in the last year, but you've been doing real estate photography or, just so I can clear, you started in real estate photography about a year ago, or you were doing real estate photography before that, and you just joined up with this company a here.
1: No, about a year ago, it like all like fell into place. All at and the same time.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Before and that, was just more kind of you just liked photography and were doing kind of other different types of gigs.
1: Yeah, I went from I started working after the military. I got in 2013. Started mm-hmm. going to college. Started working at the college newspaper for photography and everything. Becoming the lead photographer. Cool. I, I, and then I went to an actual newspaper, worked there for a little bit, and yeah. but then that's whenever I went to the marketing and everything for the automotive side, and right, so right, I'm right using my photography for that, but yeah, for here now, I am literally making more in this real estate photography than what I did with all my other jobs combined
0: in the past like five years. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man, yeah, so, yeah. so what uh so you said you found that uh the gig through? uh that company that you're working for now where you say you get 50% of your clients just from a posting they did on Facebook
1: yeah they have the um facebook uh job site now uh-huh. yeah um which is really cool because any company can throw it in and then you could tag your friends if you have stuff like that cool. like i have seen a few other uh real estate photography companies that are hiring now too i'm like so you need a freelancer i mean i could be your guy i can always take more work
0: yeah seriously no, that's awesome now um so what kind of, you know, when you first started doing the drone, getting into the drone stuff, what, uh, what, what was your first drone that you started flying with? It was the uh, Phantom 4. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's good. One. And nice. I, I did that
1: for about three weeks before I had an unfortunate uh, backing into a tree.
0: <laughs> did, you, uh, did you wreck it completely?
1: Uh Yeah, well, it, it can fly. It's good. Mm, let me say this carefully. I can fly it. The gimbal uh, just doesn't work. Oh, okay. So I just need to send it in to someone to repair it. Yeah. But I got my license, and the crash and everything happened um, all around the same time in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to you guys, actually, by the way. Which is Oh, do you awesome. use our prep course? Yes. Oh, awesome. Good. I, I love that prep course. Like I keep telling everybody to go after it. I, uh-huh. I, I mean, I knew. Uh, like maps and everything from the military and weather and stuff like that from being the air force but it was just like having your setup the way that you guys had it it reminded me a lot of the military testing which is cbt's um i forgot what cbt stand for but okay, they, yeah, i don't know that. it was a lot of clicking and i was like oh i get this in.
0: yeah we, we tried it perfectly we, for it we try to break it down we find people not to get into like you know our prep course stuff in this interview. Mm-hmm. But like uh, we try to break it down into pretty small chunks. That way people can do a little bit at a time. So they're not sitting down and then going oh, well, this video is an hour long. I don't want to sit here for an hour. You know, we try to break it up in like yeah, yeah. five-minute videos so people can at least knock out a little bit. And when you're clicking complete and next, you feel like you're like getting stuff done. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. That's yeah. why I love it so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, good. I'm glad that helped. So, so you, crashed your, you crashed your drone back into mm-hmm. a tree. Uh, so did you get a different one or are you still using that? I did get a different
1: one for about a week. Did you crash I that one up, too? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I picked up the Mavic Pro. And okay. so yes. it fit perfectly in my um i have just i just carry a flash uh camera and lens and then my drone and it fit perfectly in my bag
0: nice
1: so that i can just go from carrying you know a phantom and a bag into just carrying the bag right. but the problem was is that they released the mavic pro 2 less than a week after i bought oh, this one no. <laughs> And i was all like you know what this summer has been really good for me let me go ahead and buy this and it is my go-to drone right now it is so it's it's a the image quality is there and then same with the video quality with d-log m i can color grade like a champion with that
0: thing that's awesome so do you still have the uh the Mavic, or did you replace it i mean no no i i definitely i definitely sold Okay, I gotcha, good, good.
1: Just because, uh, I mean, it was like relatively brand new, and then I was just like, okay, here. Yeah, so I sold it to another person who was getting into real estate. Cool. Looks like she's not going to
0: hindsight. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, hey, at least she's got a cool drone now. So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's awesome. So got the Mavic 2. You got your camera gear. It's probably mm-hmm. helpful for you, too, a lot uh, that you kind of came from the photography world and knew... A lot about that because i know people who are like totally fresh to drones and photography there's a lot for them to learn i mean yes on the drone flying side but still you're basically just it's a flying camera so you still have to learn a lot of the same kind of photography principles and you know what all that stuff is and what all the settings are so it's i'm sure it was a lot easier for you kind of coming from that side of things right
1: yeah definitely and then coming from you know i'm 34 so i came i grew up you know playing xbox and everything yeah and so these <laughs> controllers on these things is just like oh this is like playing battlefield 3 all over again with a <laughs> helicopter i'm like i got this down unless that's, there's a tree behind me
0: <laughs> yeah. that's funny yeah no i've i have done the same thing i was flying with the phantom 3 uh i don't know several years ago when those were kind of first out And I was trying to fly down this really, really long driveway with some, it was like these kind of canopy trees. Mm -hmm. When it gets really far away, your depth perception gets a little off and I'm like, oh, there's a branch. And yeah, it kind of, it kind of went. (laughs) Yeah. I know know how that goes. Um, Well, cool. Well, so how, right now, do you have any method of like finding clients or really do they just all find you through SEO and word of mouth?
1: Um, Basically SEO and word of mouth But my Instagram is my main way to pull new clients Right now just because I'm able to Post a photo and a nice Caption with hashtags Strategically I I strategically target my hashtags Because there are like companies out there Like different real estate companies That will like say um, Real estate gig harbor They'll tag that in their photos So anytime that they click on that They can turn and look and see who's actually Targeting you know, not targeting, but using those hashtags. Cause you know, they could find potential clients with there, but a lot of these people just need extra photographers because sometimes their photographers get booked up and that's when they inbox me.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. So they'll just shoot you a direct message on, uh, on Instagram say, Hey, can we hire you? Uh,
1: yeah, correct. And also I have a business account for my Instagram. So I added, you know, my phone number and then my, Oh gotcha. Yeah. Yeah email too if they want to be more professional with it
0: yeah cool so what just so everybody hasn't it. What is your instagram uh, account uh that one
1: would be let me verify to make sure that i'm saying the right one because i got to you know my personal one yeah. and then so it's real estate photos by dom like dominic but dom
0: i just go by okay. dom most of the time okay cool Sorry, I was calling you Dominic.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I actually prefer Dominic, but everybody shortens it to... Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll just go with that then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right, that's awesome. So people find you on Instagram, which is awesome. You know, everybody's always like social media marketing, but rarely everybody knows how to use it effectively. So that's great that you've got that down. Um, and then you're... So you're you're not out there. Are you Are you like actively going to like real estate agent offices and like trying to network with them, stuff like that. Or you just, it just keeps kind of spreading naturally.
1: Um, it keeps kind of spreading naturally. I've learned that going to the offices really doesn't matter because everybody can go to the office. Yeah. So like people who have a camera, they're like, Oh, I could be a real estate photographer without them going to the real estate offices really doesn't work for me because everybody and their mother can go there and just be like, hi, I'm a real estate photographer without actually being you know n- not seeing a website, not seeing anything like that, yeah. and they kind of you know just shove your cards onto a table, oh really, and yeah. so I'm learning word of mouth is the best way, really
0: gotcha, gotcha now, when you were first starting out, we've heard from other people that we've interviewed uh if they were just totally brand new to the game, they started off by just doing some f- offering well, not even maybe offering, but just doing free work, so let's say they saw a nice house they'd go pop their drone up. They take a couple exterior drone photos. They find the listing agent. They shoot it to him and say, Hey, I just got the, you know, shot the, I noticed you didn't have any aerials in your MLS listing. I shot these Mm -hmm. for you just as a favor. Um, you know, I do this if you're interested in me, you know, doing other listings, but if not, you know, they're yours to keep. Did you ever try anything like that? Or did you not need to? I did not need to, since I was basically picking
1: up all the work that the other photographer wasn't able to do. Yeah. Um, like my first two months, um, one was only a half a month, and I pulled
0: seven G's on that one and then pulled twelve on the next month. Wow, that's awesome yeah. just just from now is that strictly from uh, that that gig you got with that company, or is that correct, com- or is that a correct combo of your own efforts and there there
1: No, those first two months were basically. Um, just them sending me extra work. So I got extremely lucky to get with this company. Um, I, I have to pay them a, I guess you could say kind of a fee. So they get like 15% of whatever I make. So it's almost like taxes, but at the same time that 15% that I give them, they give me 10 times that amount of work.
0: So So, uh, so real real quick. So you collect a hundred percent of the fees from that gig and then you give them 15%. Correct. Wow. That is a really good deal
1: for you. Yeah. it started out at thirty, and those okay, those okay. those were kind of rough. But the yeah. whole thing was is like that's
0: well finding. To get, go ahead.
1: Not to get too much into it, but that thirty percent meant I was only a photographer. But when they hired me, I was a photographer, videographer, and then then we added drones, so that was, was able to get me down to twenty percent a lot faster, and then down to fifteen percent now.
0: You know. Gotcha, that's great. Yeah, because honestly, I mean, especially at the beginning, you know. Finding work, if you don't al- already have an existing network, uh, you know, that's, it's time consuming and, and people mm-hmm. get really discouraged in that, in that section. Cause they think, oh, you know, nobody wants this. And, you know, people give up pretty easily cause they can't, you know, they feel like the work's not there and they can't find it. So that's correct. You're able to, to get that. So cool. So you get, so basically you basically give them like a 15% finders fee and then you get the rest and then you get your own clients on the side of that
1: correct yeah and they they definitely handle my marketing and any technical aspect of the website that i use to deliver my photos so if like any you know, of the agents have technical problems they just automatically i just give them the phone number to the technical people and they take care of it wow, and cool, they handle yeah. all my bill processing and everything too
0: so wow that's that's awesome um So, with your clients, what do you do? You have a system? uh, Everybody always asks about pricing uh, in the real estate. You know, I've talked to them about different real estate things. They say, you know, I don't know how to price it or I don't know what to charge. Uh, You know, I know every area is different because the real estate prices differ and services Mm -hmm. differ. But, but, you know, just as a proxy for your area, kind of what's a typical job or how do you do your pricing?
1: So, I did manage joining the company, I basically mimicked the price sheet of the lead photographer, Mm -hmm. which in comparison to the rest of the United States is high, like really high. But in Western Washington, the real estate business is so booming that it can justify these prices, which is funny down in the two, five, three, which is Tacoma area. My prices seem a little bit high, but I go up just 20 minutes north to Seattle and I'm a deal.
0: No. Yeah.
1: But, i go out to the key peninsula which is right across the bridge and they're like um can we discuss your price <laughs> and i'm all like look i'll help you out with you know some things we can do a package deal together like so say like for with my drones and stuff like that um by itself it's a 250 and fifty dollar you know gig for like 10 minutes of work if that for and so that just for drone photos correct okay and so if I throw it into a package for photos and video or whatnot, mm-hmm. it drops it down to one fifty for them. For the photos. Correct. So what would you charge for like photos and video? Uh that goes up to two twenty
0: five. Gotcha. Like
1: the whenever I say for videos, it's um I incorporate it mainly with a uh, opening shot and maybe a shot of, a view of the property. So it's my total flight time is mm-hmm. maybe 10 to 15 minutes gotcha. and it's used more of uh, to bring the
0: package together. Yeah. And you're doing now, what about, I mean, it's, assuming are you in interior photos as well with like a you Correct. Know, point shoot camera? Okay. So, so what would you charge for like, a, what's like a full package for you? So like you're doing interior pictures, exterior stuff with a drone, maybe some drone video. Do you do like interior video, like tour type stuff? Correct. Yes. And so, so let's, uh, we'll go with a full
1: package of say a 3000 square foot house. Mm -hmm. Um, Most agents want a 25 package deal, a 25 photo package deal, which is automatically 275. Like I kind of like charge by photo. Okay. And not by time or commitment sure. or square footage, really. But 25 photos is probably your main package. Mm-hmm. So you do that. Then you add the video, which is another 350. Okay. So we're, we're sitting at 600 already.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we throw in drone, which um, goes up to 225, gotcha. which is a combination of the photo and the uh, um, video, in which oh. I tie in everything together. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at seven, $800, but if they throw in a 3d tour on that, like it's the thing called a Matterport and you can yeah. click and zoom through everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, I'm looking over a thousand per house.
0: Gotcha. Now the Matterport stuff, for those of you who don't know, like, I don't know a ton about it. I know people who use it, that, that, that technology or equipment is pretty expensive for you to purchase, right?
1: it's about $5,000.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's not like a, a cheap add-on for you, but I guess if you use it enough times it pays for itself. But um,
1: yeah, you also got to pay for it $100 a month for hosting and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, because it's a lot of data. So cool. So so like bare bare minimum package you're not going to do something for less than probably like 200, 250 bucks at a house. It is you know, about 200, yeah. Yeah, and then on the high end probably closer to a thousand. Correct. Gotcha. Cool. Now do you scale that at all for like the value of the home, let's say you're doing like a $10 million home. Are you going to make it more expensive or just keep it, you keep it the same pricing?
1: I keep it about the same price. The $10, oh. million, $10 million home is going to have a lot more square footage. So I am going to include a lot more photos and oh. you know how much time that I'm going to spend there for the video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, an empty 800 square foot house, I'm going to, you know, give a certain feel to it in comparison to what I am going to do for that $10 million house, which yeah. I shoot million dollar houses a lot. And so it's all like, I try not to keep the videos separated as much, but you know, most of the time those million dollar houses are staged and not just an empty room, so I can make it look a lot more cinematic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the price would maybe go up just because there's a factor of there's going to be more photos? Correct. That yeah.
1: and processing and everything like that. Yeah, And that's what helps me keep my clients because they know that, hey, here's a million-dollar listing and I'm going to make $30,000 off of this, but my photos are still only going to cost me 700 It's going to hurt whenever I have a $400,000 house to where I'm only getting... $10,000 and I got to pay, you know, that four or $500, Yeah, just a little bit more. But like, they understand that I'm pretty lenient. I, I want to say lenient, but I'm pretty like standard across the board with sure. most of my stuff.
0: Yeah. well, it's, And you know, you've kind of have a transparent pricing structure. So they know mm-hmm. what to expect if they're going to hire you for it, which is probably important. Correct. Cool. Now, have you ever ventured out into any other types of uh, drone services or you're staying just like totally locked in on real estate since that was kind of your bread and butter.
1: It's I'm sticking right
0: there with it. I know you guys
1: are talking about having a new course coming up for like roof inspections and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of would like to get into that, but trying to like build a relationship with construction companies and everything like that is something I'm going to focus in more towards the middle of the summer so I can get some
0: winter work in. Gotcha. Because I literally have no work in the winter. Gotcha. So it's kind of like you're crushing it in the summer and then it slows way down in the winter. Oh, yeah. You got to save. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I was just curious because, you know, some people, um, you know, I, I always like to ask because, you know, one of the kind of prevailing words of wisdom or things people deal with is the decision whether to go wide or deep. You know, like, am I going to go super, super expert on this one area? Which it sounds like you've done with the real estate photography niche and you're like dominating it. Uh, whereas some people are tempted kind of get with a shiny object to go, Oh, I'm going to do, you know, mapping for construction sites and real estate photos. And, Oh, I'm going to work for mining companies and inspect cell towers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, and they don't really ever dive into one area enough and they, and they're never really that successful, uh, with Mm -hmm. any of them. So I think judging from all the different people we've talked to, you know, kind of doing it the way you're doing it is really good to kind of master and really crush one specific niche that way you build out a big network and expertise and you're kind of the go-to person. And then you can kind of look to maybe add side, um, you know, supplemental areas that you can start to become proficient in. So,
1: Yeah, definitely. I want to, um, I think one thing I want to add into my packaging for say real estate is kind of like a newer thing, kind of like how Matterport is for the inside of houses, Mm -hmm. but mapping for drones, drone mapping on the outside. Mm-hmm. of like these bigger properties
0: kind of almost get a little like a 3d rendering of them mm-hmm.
1: and cool. so i i feel like no one does it here like no yeah. one at all and i've seen it before it's still you know in its infantry um trying to like have a high enough quality for a house like if he had just had land you know it would be totally fine mm-hmm. but for a house they look like paper dolls right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 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 no, because they're, you know and when, when it all gets stitched together it doesn't mm-hmm. look like the same so um well that's awesome um so so right now you said you know when you're starting out early on you know you're you said you did like 7 and then you know a little over 10 it's so like during the busy months if you don't mind sharing kind of like what would be like a typical you know uh revenue range for you that you're that you're doing kind of in those summer busy months yeah, let me uh, pull up my accounting real quick. Oh man, we're getting the the real inside scoop here. Huh?
1: Um, I am almost at two. Oh wait, I got a spreadsheet for this. Hold up. <laughs> That's one thing about starting your own business. You got to learn how to do spreadsheets. Oh dude, yeah, you got to do it all, huh? Um, you're your own accountant. You're your own scheduler. <laughs> oh, of course, I couldn't find that. Okay, so I can't really pull that up right now. That's okay. but let, let, let's go I mean, it's with off this. The top of your head. Uh June was six to seven, uh July was ten to twelve. August dropped down just a little bit to nine. September was about six. October was better, which was seven, and then December no November four, like four hundred dollars
0: four hundred dollars <laughs> okay oh, yeah
1: like literally, the
0: other ones, the other ones were like seven thousand six thousand you're saying cor- correct yeah, yeah, yeah. and so then, you're, yeah
1: so you're, you're fluctuating
0: bad. around ten thousand dollars a month maybe a little less and then the winter just totally dies down
1: it completely dies down luckily I had some weddings that okay. helped me cover during the winter I don't okay. do weddings I hate doing weddings uh-huh. just because I am so scared to actually miss the shot that the bride is wanting. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just my nerves. I'm just like, no, nah, no, nah, you know what? It's okay. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I keep getting hired for them and I'm not turning down, you know, a few grand to do that. Sure.
0: Well, especially if you got nothing, no, nothing else in the pipeline at that time. So correct. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Well, th- Hey, thanks so much for sharing that. I know, I know that, uh, people always appreciate kind of hearing kind of behind the curtain and, and what people are doing. Cause, um, you know, there's a lot of people's opinions out there on what's possible, what's not possible. So it's nice to hear that, uh, what, what people are actually doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if you see this online, you know, I talk to this, talk about this with other guests, but there's a lot of people that I see that complain and they say, oh, there's too many part 107 pilots and the market is totally saturated and you'll never get any work and yada, yada, yada. I mean, do you find that to be the case or what, what what are your thoughts on that?
1: um no i'm not finding that the case i'm finding that agencies are making are now making sure that their photographers have the part 107 because i've been picking up gigs for the whole photo video and drone shoots Mm -hmm. because they found out that their pilot has been shooting without
0: it oh so that's why they came and got you
1: Mm -hmm. they're like, we're not one handling with this liability. And two, we don't even know what will happen. Is he, you know, if he's doing this, is he even insured, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 It just, it instantly decreases your professional just kind of uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for your professional credibility to people have it. So, um, okay. So I have a question for you. If you were, if you were totally starting out fresh, let's say you're, uh, you're fresh out of the military again, uh, but you don't really know a lot about photography, right? You're just like, all right, I got to find something to do. Or maybe you have a job and you're like, I want to get a side gig. Drones are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to start from scratch learning about photography, drones, all that stuff. I guess, where would you start and how would you go about getting clients for the first time? Um, hmm. sorry to put you on the spot with that question. I didn't No, no, <laughs> it's totally
1: fine. It's, it's a multi-headed, you know,
0: Monster though. Yeah. Uh, you, let's, you gotta, do I, let's do this. Let's say you did know about photography and you knew how to mm-hmm. fly a drone. Oh, let's just focus on clients. How would you go out uh, to get it? Finding your first client.
1: Um, separate yourself from the other individuals. All uh, right. Like you have to come up with something to where it's all like a lot of the people up here. Um, some are mainly college students, which you know that's a good college you know job to have to push mm-hmm. through college and everything, and um, they don't really fill the gap between like the older and younger generations. So understanding one, who your client is and how to interact with them Mm -hmm. and then providing a good product is your best way to do it. And you just need to find basically your own, um,
0: niche, I guess you could say. Gotcha. Cool. Now for you, how did you learn about for like, you said you're into photography previously, but did you just kind of, teach yourself and tinker around or how did you how did you become good at photography
1: uh it was more of um well i was in iraq at the time and i just wanted to take you know document it while i was there mm. and so i couldn't really document everything because it took my memory card afterwards they're like no <laughs> you can't do this i'm <laughs> like thanks
0: they're like i don't the think cool so. thing,
1: Yeah, The cool thing was, too, I got to actually interact with a lot of the drones that the military had, personal drones like the Ravens and stuff like that. Uh I was pretty good at capturing them once they crashed. (laughs) 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 Uh, But uh, what do you call that... Um, and then car shows. I like really wanted to get into car shows. And there was a few photographers that I looked up to. Um, I, I started with point-and-shoots. And then I was like, dude, I want to get better and better and better. And I did get better, a lot better. And trying to capture a moving vehicle or even car shows to try to separate my images from Joe Schmo with a you know cell phone, mm-hmm. that helped me become a better photographer. But then the whole journalism thing really helped me become a photographer.
0: Now were there people there at the at the news agency that were like giving training you, or is it just a lot of trial and error on your part?
1: A lot of it was I learned a lot in my college newspaper.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Because I was an older individual, I was twenty eight, twenty nine at the time, mm-hmm. and the college was you know younger. Um, but I was I was a military cop, so I'm willing to go to like crime scenes. I'm willing to go to you know stuff like that around town, sure. protests, yep. and, so, and I felt totally fine with it, and so. Um, learning how to capture the raw motion because you needed to have your settings perfectly. Your shooting on auto was not going to handle, you know, mm-hmm. your auto isn't always going to help you, which is one thing about drone photography. Auto is not going to help you all the time. Even though right. these are smart little cameras, you need to shoot in manual. And that really helped me
0: gotcha. a lot. So, so you just have a lot of experience and a lot of time that you've put in behind a camera, whether it's, you know, the camera on the ground, oh, yeah, on the ground, whatever. You just you just have a lot of hours behind it and know how to, how to work in what looks good.
1: over over ten years. Yeah, you know, I think of actually working. Oh, I even worked at a camera store. I went there, went in there all cocky and everything. I was like, yeah, I know everything about it. First question, knew absolutely nothing about what they were asking. <laughs> I was all like, what? Yeah. So that was a very humbling experience because I mean, like in in the college thing, I was winning awards left and right for my
0: photography, mm-hmm.
1: and then go to a camera store. And I knew
0: absolutely nothing besides my little nikon that I had, yeah, yeah, that's what hey, it's a good lesson a good lesson in humility, so oh, yes, that's awesome, um so what when you started your business Say, let's say within the last year, I mean, it sounds like you i mean you already had a lot of skill and that I'm sure helped a lot when you're kind of already master of your craft, and then you had this good opportunity with this uh photography company so but if you were to pick out some challenges, what would you say? Uh, or may- was maybe your biggest challenge in the last year with starting this business? Understanding money. Understanding
1: money. You want to yes. elaborate a little bit more? Um, You got certain fees, you got certain taxes and you got to be like, look, I got this, you know, 10 grand in my bank account. I don't mm. need that new car right now. <laughs> yeah and so good budgeting and actually understanding business license licenses taxes and everything like that yeah w- would have been very beneficial if i would have went into there first like if i would have actually got a degree in business that would have helped me a lot better with what i'm doing now i'm i got an understanding speaking of which today's tax day Um yeah,
0: well, yeah happy tax day, april uh, yeah
1: i need to finish that up today yeah uh, i just need to press send the payment i'm like no i don't want to <laughs> um but that and maybe understanding the, what I was going into, like mm-hmm. the type of people who I was... I've never really interacted with a real estate agent besides the one that bought and sold my house.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you have any advice there with interacting with real estate agents?
1: They are very either laid back or very by the book. And whenever I say by the book, they're very proper. And so it's very hard for you to try to understand which one's which because several of these agents who I shoot for now have basically became my friends. We're like, we'll play video sure. games together and we'll go out to a bar or something now. Yeah. But then there's other ones. If I don't have a proper email sent to them, like, good morning, so-and-so, and proper punctuations and everything, uh-huh. they won't shoot with me anymore.
0: Huh? They're just, and so it, it's, they're it's a them.
1: balance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. professionalism,
1: yeah. I guess you could say.
0: Sure, sure. Um, no, I think that's a good point, especially the first one you made about um, you know knowing the ins and outs of business because there's the skill where you're making your money, right? Knowing how to take good real estate photos and deliver a good product. But then there's all the other stuff that comes with having your own business. That's all the admin and knowing how to set up your entity, legal entity and your banking and your bookkeeping and making sure that you're setting aside for taxes. And then for you, you know, like you said, you're busy season in the summer. So, you know, having the discipline to budget for the full year rather than just the, you know, spending the money as it comes in. So I think that's a really good point that a lot of people don't think about. They just think, oh, cool. I made this, you know, it's not like when you're getting a W-2 and your employer is kindly or, you know, mandatory actually taking your social security, your Medicare, your, your, you know, uh yes. own state income tax and they're setting it and paying it for you now, you know, that's all on you. So
1: Yeah, definitely. Um It is kind of scary sometimes. I know work is gonna come to me. Like this morning I booked out six shoots in this Just next this two weeks. Just this morning. I woke up wow. sleepy eyed, seeing one text saying, Hey, need to cancel it for Wednesday an email right after that. It was like, Hey, can I schedule for the Wednesday? I'm like, wow, this works out
0: perfectly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: but honestly, I don't have my schedule past two weeks. And, you know, for some that could be scary. Yeah. Um, the military broke me a bit, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of it. Uh, so I have a disability check that comes in through them. Okay. That's good. And so that helps cover some things mm. like if needed, um, but you know, it is—it is kind of freaky. A normal nine-to-five job, you—you you know, you're going to get, right? You know, a check every two weeks. But I think making as much as I do allows me to have some leniency and sure. savings.
0: Sure. Yeah. And just you know, as long as you have the discipline to uh,
1: save. Yeah. I'm horrible with money. But owning a business has made me way better with money.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, you go, go through a couple dips and then, then when those good times come again, you'll remember maybe I should, the bad times. You yeah. should hang those, on to some of this. Yeah. Those top ramen days, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right. Well, Hey, listen, um, you know, that's really all the questions I had. Uh, this conversation has gone by super fast. I really enjoyed, uh, talking to you and just hearing your story I know everybody is going to you know, just love all the advice you have. You're really successful with what you're doing. And I, and I really admire your discipline on just becoming like a super expert uh, in your area and be, and what you said about like making sure you're different than other people. And that's, you know, a way to stand out and get people to choose you. So, um, yeah, I just really, really love the whole thing. Um, and just thanks again for agreeing to do this. Um, cause I know this will bring value to a lot of people. Um, but before we, we sign off, um, is there, you gave your Instagram account earlier. Is there a website you have, or if someone else wanted to kind of check out more of your work or maybe get in touch with you, what, where would they be able to find you? Well,
1: most of my stuff is basically working off of Instagram right now. Okay. Um, I'm so pro, uh, uh, social media. So it's either that or Dom photog, um, for my personal account, which has a lot more drone stuff, that is more cinematic. Mm-hmm. Those, that's how I pass my free time is doing that or on YouTube. Same with that, uh, Dom photo. I do a vlog on
0: there. Okay, cool. So if someone wanted to give you a shout out, probably Instagram is the best way to go. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Awesome. Well, Dominic, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Super appreciate it. And, uh, I will catch you another time.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to kind of like share my story and try to help out any newer people who might be thinking about oh, you yeah, know, well. doing drone stuff. Dude, do it, man. If that's the only last bit of advice I can say <laughs> is like, do it, understand your drone, understand the photography, get the proper credentials with your one Oh seven and learn how to fly safely. It, this business is just going to keep going bigger and bigger. Like it's already grown.
0: Yeah. No. Awesome advice. And that's, that's great to hear, man. So thanks again. All right. right. take Take care. All right. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dominic. Um, I really enjoy these episodes as always, and talking with people. I always learn a lot, and really uh, love digging into their stories. And I know you guys really enjoy hearing these, so I just want to say thank you. I enjoyed the interview. Um, Before we go, I just want to let you know: in the conversation I had with Dominic, he mentioned that he used our Part One Hundred Seven prep course to pass his uh, remote pilot certificate exam or the Part One Hundred Seven exam. Just a reminder: we have a special discount for podcast listeners. We don't post this anywhere else, but on the show notes. So. If you are interested in that course and you wanna jump in, I have a $50 off coupon, it's normally uh, $1.99, but we have $50 off if you use the promo code PODCAST50. All uppercase, all one word, so PODCAST50. That'll give you 50 bucks off. There's also a link in the show notes. Um, we also provide a podcast discount for our aerial video A to Z course, which is teaches you everything you need to know about shooting, editing, uh, and promoting uh, aerial video work. So. That is made by Hollywood drone videographer and award-winning drone photographer, Alex Harris. Um, He makes those courses. A lot of students have gone through them and love it. So uh, check that out if you want. All right, everyone. Thank you again so much for listening in. Be sure to tune in next week for one of our last episodes of season one. And I will see you next time. And again, if you think you want to be on season two, be sure to go to the show notes and apply. Or you can go to dronelaunch.com slash podcast and we will have information there on how you can apply for season two or links to leave a review. That's it. Fly safe, everybody. See you later.